Welcome to the City Movement Podcast. Each episode, we will dive deeply into the Christian mission of the YMCA, provide practical tips for planting churches and wives, and discuss the benefits of planting churches and YMCAs. We're your hosts, Jeff Snyder and Mike Newman. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Let's jump into today's episode. Well, welcome in to episode two here in season two. Happy New Year. Season two. Season two. We're getting old. Is that Or maybe just experienced. Experience. Season two. We're seasoned. Well seasoned. (laughs) Happy New Year. It is 2022. Uh, This is Jeff Snyder. I'm here with Mike Newman and a guest we've been waiting to have on the podcast. You've never been on the podcast, right? I've not. We've been waiting to have on the podcast since... Season one. Yeah. Since season season one. one. Saving me. (laughs) We've got Chris Uh Johnson here. Uh, Mike, why don't you give Chris Johnson, why don't you read his brag sheet? Okay. We've got a brag sheet for Chris, right? I've got got it memorized. Yeah. (laughs) Chris Johnson has been married for 23 years. I guessed on that. I know you're over 20. 24 years. You were really close. To Allison Johnson. Great marriage. Loves his bride. And um, he's got a whole slew of kids. Four. Four a of them. A full quiver. A full quiver. Doing a great job. Lives um, off of Waynesville Road. Wow. And um, you give the social security number to Moses Grass listens to audiobooks while he mows. That is accurate. And runs. So I would guess in this month of January that... What are you doing for listening to books right now? I've actually... Part of the new year, working out more at the Y. All I'm a right, participant at the Y, not just a leader at the Y. <laughs> okay. And I've been listening to books while I've been doing that. Okay. So no mowing right now, but okay. uh, I've been getting my audiobooks well, in. Give us a little foreshadow. What are you listening to right now? What you... So I'm actually listening through Lord of the Rings. All right. <laughs> nice. That is okay. a good start to the year. So I don't enjoy working out. I uh-huh. need a good book in yeah. my ears to almost distract me from That's the fact good. that I'm working out. That's good. So That's good. I hear that. Mm-hmm. Well, we've been. How was that rap sheet? It could use some work. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you would have maybe remembered. Did, did you mention that he's the CEO of the YMCA? No. Okay. No. Well, Chris is the CEO of the Countryside YMCA, which is uh, kind of the YMCA association where our churches gather. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's been a CEO there for almost four years. Yep. And for mm-hmm. the 10 years before that, he was a pastor at uh, the church that I pastor, Antioch. And before that, he was in sales at General Electric. It was with GE sales? Healthcare. GE Healthcare. Okay. Yeah. And now he's here. Now I'm here at the on, Y. On the podcast, the City Movement Podcast. We're glad you've joined us. Mike, why don't you give us a preview of what we're looking at today? Yeah, so we are going to get to know the man, Chris. Uh, not just CEO vocational tips of how to run a YMCA or whatever in a Christian principled manner. But we, uh, uh, I think the goal of the podcast is for listeners to hear how does a leader walk with Jesus. Uh, how does he lead people? How does he lead an organization? Um, and all the while tending to his own soul, yeah. um, staying vibrant for for Christ, and um, living out of the overflow of that. Yeah, I love that. Because that's yeah. So I mean, the, the main reason we have Chris on is Chris. We just mm-hmm. think you are. Um, there's a lot of good CEOs out there in the YMCA. I don't, I don't know a lot of them. Uh, but I'm sure there are a lot of really good ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're, in terms of the ones I know, you're you're pretty pretty great at following Jesus and leading an organization. 
thank you. So I think if we could just glean some wisdom for our our viewers and yeah. listeners from you on how you follow Jesus and how you lead in the YMCA and how those things co-mingle, I just think that would be a great win for this podcast. That's right. All so right. open open up the floodgates. Yeah, uh, Johnson. Uh, let me, let me even jump in a little bit on that bio piece. Um, <laughs> You know, there was a call when I was a GE, so I was a GE 12 years, and there was this call out of GE into ministry. And it was a very specific to the community that is Antioch, but it was a to our church that's very specific. I want you to care for, love, minister to this group of people. And from corporate world into ministry, you know, that was a that was a major change in lifestyle, Mm -hmm. in calling, in future plans, in all of those things. And I tell people that the call four years ago to leave the church and go to the Y was one of the most scary moments of my life. Well, it was Jeff's life because he moved in. But Chris told me, yeah. I was like, that's a funny joke. Right. Yeah. That's good. Uh, but I compare it as it wasn't that radical of a change for me in that moment. I was already called to kind of love, serve, and care this community in a church. And I felt God was taking that same kind of call in my life and just saying, you're going to do the same things. I'm just going to give you a little bigger audience mm. and I'm going to move you over to the YMCA. So in terms of, I would say, call on my life, being the CEO of the Countryside YMCA is not that different than when I was one of the pastors at Antioch. Yeah. Um, and I've tried to view it that way, that this is still a ministry role. I've had people, it's like, oh, so you moved into the ministry and then you moved back out of the ministry. And I'm like, I, I just don't look at it that way. You know, I really look at my role here at the Y um, in that way. Now, I'll say a little bit about Countryside. We're fortunate. I have a board that um, prioritizes the Christian mission of the Y. Mm-hmm. And so even as part of hiring me and empowering me, um, they have my back yeah. um, when I lead that way. Uh, and I'll say another thing is for all that the pandemic has been negative, um, I felt even more freedom to lean into faith and lean yeah. into our Christian mission during the pandemic. Um, as staff have come to me, have, as members, as people in the community, um, I've just been desperate Yeah, in yeah, so actually, many ways. You're, you're teeing up a question I was going to ask. So to tell me, what's it been like? I mean, obviously you pastored and shepherded and counseled people for years at Antioch. How, what's that looked like over the last two years during this pandemic at the Countryside YMCA? Has that opened up doors uh, for you to even just more boldly, with more care, obviously, yeah. to pastor people? Yeah, I think it starts with, you know, we for years as, as a YMCA, local YMCA, and I think as a YMCA movement, we've been trying to communicate. We are more than a gym and swim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's always been the big pushback. And so we are more than this. We're more than this, more than this. One of the first things I did with my people when COVID hit is I said, you know what? This is our chance to walk our talk. That's right. You know, they closed down the fitness part of who we were. Like just the mandates, we weren't allowed to be open as a gym or swim. And so the challenge was now how do we stay present? You know, how do we stay engaged, involved in this community in a way that proves what we've been saying all along is we're more than this. Mm -hmm. And so in our case, it meant pandemic child care for first responders. It meant food collection places. Eventually, it meant we were a place for vaccine administration. It meant we were gathering things. We were calling. We were visiting. So so we tried to remain um, 
as true to our nature of caring for others, being there for people in the community as we could, even when we couldn't do that thing that is so often associated. That's great, man. So, so that was number one. I mean, it kind of gave us, mm-hmm. I think, the freedom to be what we've said all along we wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for me personally, um, again, there were so many doubts and questions that everyone had. And so I just got to model. It's like, you know, when we would have team meetings, we would pray, and I would just ask the Lord for wisdom and protection. Mm-hmm. It's like, God, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Help us to know what to do next. Yeah. Yeah. And so you just get to say that over and over and model it. Um, because the other thing that I, I was amazed There's at. There's a prayer of Jehoshaphat. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It's a great prayer. Yeah. And we get to say it over and over. Yeah. Because none of us knew what was happening. Yeah. And, and so people, though, for some reason expected, because I have those three letters CEO after mm-hmm. my name, thought somehow we had an inside track on, like, answers. Like, they would come into my office. So what's the governor going to say today? I'm like, I have no idea. I'm going to watch him just <laughs> like you are. Here. And when he says <laughs> something, sure. then we're going to react to uh, it. Yeah. And, and we're going to try to do so with wisdom and discernment in the moment. But I... And so there was a lot of that where people expected mm-hmm. that somehow I knew something or had some information that wasn't publicly available, and it wasn't true. And so to be able to, as a model dependence, mm-hmm. um, even as a leader, um, yeah. you know, the other thing, we had to make decisions every day um, during that time, and we didn't get them all right. So it also gave you a lot of chances to come back and say, hey, we, we, we missed that one. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. We made the best decision we could in that moment. But now the next day we're going to go back and say, you know what? We're going to do it different now because we've learned something new in this time. And so even just to be able to model, I think, the the dependence of, yeah, I need help on this because I don't know, model the, hey, the humility to say we missed it and we're going to do it different going forward. Um, and then to just show that, hey, when I'm in those situations, we pray about it. And then we try to discern the best step forward. That's great. And, yeah. and so it was really good. And there were a lot more opportunities where people then, after seeing that, come in and begin to share their personal story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my counseling ministry went up, <laughs> you know, in this role as CEO as more and more people, both staff and members would start to come in and say, can I ask you a question? Hey, can I share something with you? Here's what I'm struggling with. Yeah. Um, would you pray over me for this? I mean, so I thought I was kind of walking away from that yeah. role in some ways. Um, and I was surprised by how often I still yeah. got to play in it. Oh, man. What a great model for YMCA churches even to lead with. Dependence on the community of faith humility, and prayer, leading with yeah. prayer. I just think that's a great way to lead out for our churches and for you as a CEO. For husbands, for yeah. daddies, lead out with, sweetheart, I don't know. How about how about we pray together on this one? Let's, yeah. let's figure it out together. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. And there was a lot of, again, like I go back to, no one knew. And yeah. in many ways, we still don't know. Yeah. And so... You know, for anyone to stand up and say, I have the answer, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, should cause us to be nervous yeah. at some point. So to just mm-hmm. boldly say, I don't yeah. know, but I know who I'm going to turn to, yeah. um, you know, is a powerful moment. Yeah. To, and to lead from that 
because people aren't used to their leaders being humble, unfortunately, um, in many cases, mm. you know. So, um, but I can also say it's scary as a leader to stand up in front and say, I don't know. Mm, right. Because you know people are looking at you to have the answers. You know, when you have a staff that, hey, my job depends on your decisions, mm-hmm. you know, my livelihood, you know, our future, yep. all this depends. Mm-hmm. You want to reassure them. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking to two pastors here, so we're going to follow up with a question. So yeah. Here's a sole, sole pastoral question. So why do you think it's hard for a man to say, I don't know? Because we always know. <laughs> well, I know. I know that. I, mean, I, I know the answer, but I'm, I'm just, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's what I always tell Kelsey. You guys both know. Exactly. <laughs> of course I know. Like what? What's what's yeah. some of the the insecurities that you feel in your heart? Yeah. When when you're like, if I say I don't know, then what's some of the things that you're like anticipating that they would that they would either see about yeah. you or? So so I'll go I'll go know. to the most basic first. Yeah. Um, it's my job description. You know, my yeah. job description as CEO uh-huh. is to decide. Yeah. You know, it's to lead and decide on these things. And so just like any other job description, you know, when someone walks in and says, hey, I want you to do that thing we hired you for. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how to do that right now. Right. All right. Now I become worried about, am I going to have a job? If you figured out that I don't know what mm-hmm. I'm supposed to do, then. And so I think, I think at a basic job description level, there is, a, 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 you know, it's my job to decide. Um, and that's still true. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's a quote, and I and if someone out there can tell me who ac- actually said this, I would love to know. I've heard different names, but you know, um, leaders it's decide. Probably Vince Lombardi. It, it, pro- pa- it, 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 it probably is. It's probably <laughs> Packers something. But the quote sorry, is: Le- "Leaders decide. Sometimes right, sometimes wrong, but always they decide." Mm. And so sometimes you just, hey, it's the time of day where I have to make a decision, and I'm going to make it. Yep. And then I'm going to hold it loosely, and I might have to come back and change it. Um, and so that was some of how I could get through that. It's like, hey, people are looking at me to decide. Yeah. They're looking at me to know. And I may have to make a decision. And I need the freedom to be able to say it was the right one, it was the wrong one later on, and come back. That's good. Um, now, that takes a – again, I mentioned before, I have a board that's behind me. Yeah. You know, I had – I felt the freedom to kind of live in that um, in that way. And I felt again, assurance from the mm-hmm. Lord that, Hey, I'm protecting you even in these decisions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a big piece. So I do think that's there's good. job description. I think just, you know, our manhood, we think we're supposed to know things. I know, man. We're just, we, whatever that is that yeah. sin, nature, world, our on whatever. identity is so tied up within our vocations and yeah. it's our worth. We're, we're just supposed yeah. to know, and there's probably an insecurity there. Well, if I don't know, what good am I for? Mm-hmm. You know, and so yeah. you got to be able to release that as well. I got another question for you. All right. So, like, um, healthy or decision decisions come from like a healthy, I, I suppose not all decisions come from a healthy heart. Like, a healthy decision comes from a person who's fostering their, their own hearts. So like help us get to know a little bit more of Chris Johnson. Yeah. So here's me tying in uh, some resolutions. Okay. It's too bad that resolutions have a bad rap these yeah, days. Yeah. It's too bad. Cause it's like goal setting is a positive. It is good. 
healthy Do resolutions thing. have a bad rap these days? I think so. Everyone has this mentality of like, oh, I'll set them for January, but there's no way I'm going to keep them. That's fair. As, as a why, they're yeah. great for January membership numbers. Oh, yes, yeah, you know, so, so people yesterday show up um, show up in January, they're ready to go, and then we're just keeping them. Come on, you can do uh-huh. this. Stick with it through yeah. February, March. Uh, mm-hmm. okay. Now, I, I will turn, uh, turn future as to kind of, so as I step into the new year, I mean, I don't often use the word resolutions, but I would say my goals, which goals. is the same thing. Give my us goals. Some smart goals yeah. Chris Johnson. I don't know how smart, but even resolve, like how, resolved <laughs> in goals. Maybe maybe like Very a Edwardian. a little bonus point if you can tie them into the YMCA. You know, the YMCA cares about your mind, your body, your body. and your mm-hmm. spirit. Well, that's a, a, that's a good straight man. So, so yeah. I, I basically have uh, mind, body, spirit goal for me. And I've thought as the organization, what are kind of our mind, body, spirit goal okay. for the year? So for, for me personally, um, on the mind side, I, I can have a tendency to be a workaholic. So um, whether that's physically or at least in my mind of always thinking and processing on work. And so um, I'm trying to have some more intentional rest time. I'm trying to have some more intentional um, what I would call enjoyment reading time or enjoyment um, viewing time. Uh, but also, and this is probably me rationalizing a little bit on the work, but um, I need some dream, vision, mm. strategic time. You know, I, I need to give myself out of the tactical and into the, mm-hmm. you know, w- what's what's long term. So that's yeah. kind of on the mind side. Uh, body side, I mentioned before, I've been working out. I'm trying to be a participant at our why and not just the leader of our why. And um, it's really been, we're three weeks in, so check back with me. But um, it's really been fruitful of just even members and other staff, how encouraged they are by seeing me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Participating and doing. So. And, and where are you participating? And, it's like uh, the yoga rooms or? He's in the Stolly Center. Treadmill? He's in the, he's in the I, 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 No, 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 no. Uh, now, that is for 50 and older. I am not yet 50. <laughs> uh, I'm close, but I'm not yet 50. Um, no, I, I've, I've been mostly on the elliptical or the treadmill. Okay. So far. Good on the knees. So I'm going to start a little cardio and then the goal to get, get into some of those other areas. Excellent. So that's on the body side. Uh, let me just affirm that. I mean, I think it's a wonderful thing to see the CEO of the YMCA participating in the physical side of the YMCA, right? I mean, like as pastors, I would want I would want our people to see us yep. working out our faith and following Jesus. And yeah. a, a part of leading a YMCA is you know, body. I mean, yeah, and there's there's been, like I said, staff and members have really been encouraged. But I'll say the other thing is, like, even three weeks, I have insights into things as a participant. Oh, yeah. Where I'm like, oh, you know what? I've gotten in the shower where there was no soap, you know, or I've heard this feedback from the member on the treadmill next to me, you know, or I've heard they don't know that I'm who I am as I'm there necessarily, and I'm just overhearing things. And so... There's actually been some really good insight mm-hmm. of just being yep. kind of that managed by walking around, but mm-hmm. this is to the next level mm-hmm. of actually managed by participating within. That's right. Um, and it was good. And then the spirit side, I am doing um, a daytime fast as we kind of start the year. Um, and and trying to use that time, I think the main thing the Lord's kind of pressing on me this year is to be even more intentional, what I'd say is my, my pray in the moment. Um, and so for me, as it comes to decisions, yeah. you know, taking that moment to pray in the moment or mm-hmm. when I'm talking to somebody and they say, would you pray with me or for me? And I say, yeah, I'll pray for you instead of walking away and thinking I'll add that to my prayer log or mm-hmm. sometime later say, yeah, can we do that right now? Yeah. 
um, and and actually in that immediate moment kind of respond in prayer. And so those are kind of my personal um, goals for this year. Um, I like to say this is what God and I are working on for Chris, you know, in the right, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from an organizational standpoint, you know, on the mind side, we're really trying to focus in on kind of the mental health aspect. So many people out of this pandemic are struggling there. Um, just in general anxiety, mental health, or a very specific feeling of isolation. And so we're trying to make sure we're building our messaging and our programming to address that. Um, That's great. Yeah. On the body side, we're trying to go where people are and say, saying you have to come to our building. Can we find ways to send our people to where you are or where you feel comfortable gathering if you don't feel coming to our large place? And in the spirit side, it's, it's making sure they just know they are cared for, you know, across the board. You, you are cared for, um, deeply. We want to know you. We want to know what your goals are. We're not just trying to plug you into our stuff. It's like, and so I think, I think that's the first step spiritually where people can build a trust where they feel like that. Sorry. Those are great. Those are great. Thanks. Trivia, which president of the United States uh, managed in the same way that, that you mentioned walking his estate and, and riding his horse every day got to be George Donald Washington. Trump. That's right. Come on, man. Mount Vernon. Uh-huh. That's right. That's how he did it. He was up early and would be on the horse out yeah. over the estate. Yeah. So you got the modern day George Washington. Did you learn that from Hamilton? Okay. No, from oh. uh, from George Washington, <laughs> the book. Yeah. Such a yeah. reader. Actually, so. Chernow book? Ron Chernow wrote the Hamilton book that led to the Hamilton musical, and he also wrote a great George Washington book. Hmm. It's pretty great. Anyway, it's good to know. Great. Some of my reading, you know, while on the lawnmower or the uh-huh. treadmill, you know, uh, yeah. I get some of these great audiobooks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Chris, l- let me just affirm that you are a great leader for the countryside YMCA. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. You do a that. great job. We're, what a privilege that God has called you into that position in this season of your life and the season of our churches yeah. that are associated with the countryside YMCA. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, I think a good... Uh, good question would be just how can um, how can we be praying for you as you lead your your why and how can we be praying for the why and yeah maybe, maybe and maybe pray. just to even draw it even closer to any of our listeners or viewers that are pastors of ymca churches or members yeah. at wise how could how could they pray for their wise you yeah. know or yeah can i say one thing as you do that just two listeners who are out there um I guess I'll offer this, mm-hmm. you know, as, you know, years as a pastor of a church in a Y and now as a CEO of a Y that has a strong relationship with the church, I just make myself available to anyone who's listening from either side of that. You know, yeah. if you're in the Y world and you say, I want to hear perspective, if you're in the church world, I want to hear perspective. Um, Cause I feel like I've walked both sides of that. Mm-hmm. And so kind of have, just have that, that look at the relationship uh, from kind of both directions, and so would offer that. Uh, it's a um, kind of praying for us as a why, wise in general. Um, you know, the wise organization has not, um, there's been a lot of change over the years, but I think it's been a reactive change. Yeah. And so to, to kind of have the boldness to make big decisions that are going to be necessary for recovery in many of these communities, um, that's not our history. Mm-hmm. And and so we need that. I'd say that prayer of boldness over leaders and wise 
to be able and willing to change and to be able and willing to respond to changing communities and changing needs within our communities. Um, uh, it, it's easy to just kind of woe is me. It's like, oh, this community looks different than what it used to. I wish it looked like it used to. And, yeah. and that's not going to get us to mm-hmm. where we need to go. And so um, even for me, I talked, I need dream time. I'm trying to help my staff. Mm-hmm. It's like I need you to have time in your day, week, month, year, where you raise your eye level and look out mm-hmm. three years, five years. What do we need to be doing today to prepare us for that? And that's just not, that's not our DNA. We're, we're very serve in the moment as an organization. Um, and so I think it's one of the prayers. It's just, hey, give us that, that boldness to, to change, that margin and um, time to be able to think yeah. forward in that way. And, um, and then this is, again, it sounds trite sometimes, I think, but again, the eyes and ears of Jesus to, to look at our community and say, what does our community, what are they calling sure. out for? What are the needs? And then how can we step into that? I, too many times we say, hey, here's what we do, and we want to invite people into what we do. Mm-hmm. And we need as an organization to say, what are the needs? Yeah. Now, how do we move into that? Mm-hmm. Um, and it might be going to, it might be just dropping some things that we've been doing for a long time that no longer meet a need and say, all right, we've got to switch and do something else. And those are scary thoughts. And I know those are scary thoughts because we're dealing with them on a day-to-day basis. But I think um, for the why, um, for the why to continue to grow and expand, that, that question of relevance is always a thing. And, and, you know, I'd like to turn that relevance question into what are we doing mm-hmm. to help people and not less of what are we saying Yep. Yep. Um, so. Okay, so if I could yeah. summarize, yeah. pray for the boldness to make, and I'm, I might maybe add a word here, but like gospel-oriented changes. Because it would be very easy to see what the culture might be telling you in your town and say, yep. okay, I want to make a bold change, but it might not necessarily be in line with what Scripture teaches. Or yep. So boldness to make gospel-oriented changes, time to dream and vision cast, and uh, kind of like the wisdom needed to make decisions of how to respond to needs yep. in a relevant way. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think those are great things to pray for all YMCAs and churches. Like we can pray for those same things for our churches. Completely in terms agree. Of wisdom. So, yeah. anything else we would ask Chris or exhort any of our viewers or listeners in terms of the YMCA church relationship? To be continued with Chris Johnson. Yeah. I'd say subscribe and let's do this together. Yeah, I don't, it, Chris. If you're comfortable with this, if any of our listeners or viewers have, they have any questions, no, yeah. or would, would want to reach out to you, what would be the best way to do that? Is it uh, Chris Johnson at ymcastaff.org. Uh, I mean, that is that's my email. Um, it's the best way to reach out to me, and and I just tell people one of the favorite conversations I get to have is about. Uh, Christian mission within the YMCA context and how churches and wise come together to serve the Lord. So I love those conversations. So um, would love to have anyone reach out at all. Awesome. We love those too. And if you want to get in contact with us at the city movement, you can go to thecitymovement.com. Our uh, email address is uscitymovement at gmail.com. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you already know our YouTube channel. Just search for us at The City Movement. 
That's it, right? I think so. Okay, Chris, thanks so. for joining Thank us. Thank you, guys. It was great to it was have fun. you. Yeah, for, uh, for Chris Johnson and Mike Newman, this is Jeff Snyder, and that was the City Movement Podcast.